Good this evening. is Capital City with Capital J. Did you know a 2015 study concluded that murder was the cause of 51.5% of U.S. hip-hop musician deaths? 51.5%. Right. Damn. Now, this figure could be skewed because rap in general isn't old enough to have rappers that have reached the, the point where they die of old age. So, when rappers die, it's generally considered a premature death. This is Capital City with Capital J. Hey, baby. <laughs> it's another week. Yes, indeed. Are we celebrating? We got to make up reasons to celebrate, people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We don't need a real reason. Just give me give me any old reason. I got something to drink, and I want to drink it. It's four episodes. Four episodes. Here's the four episodes. Yeah, let's get this cheers. Clink, clink. Yeah. Mess with that white Ooh. man. I got me in that brown. I'm gonna drink a little bit of. And you got that chasing. Yeah, I had to chase a little bit and then pour a little on the ground. <laughs> For today's topic, man, we pour a little bit on the ground. Where, For where all did the loss. You know, I don't know. Um, somebody at some point decided they were gonna stand over their homeboy's grave. Right. And drink with them. And drink with them. Yeah. Hove said, don't pour it to the ground next time. Throw it up. Throw it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we're on the, the subject of funerals and whatnot. Man. We're going to talk about the world's most dangerous profession. In the world, Craig. Not just the city, but the world. And the world's most dangerous profession is, drum roll please. Rapper. Say what? Rapper slash MC. World's most dangerous profession. According to us right now. Did you know a 2015 study concluded that murder was the cause of 51.5% of U.S. hip-hop musician deaths? 51.5%. Right. Damn. Now, this figure could be skewed because rap in general... Isn't old enough to have rappers that have reached the, the point where they die of old age. So when rappers die, it's generally considered a premature death because most of them are under the age of 70 where you'll start dying of natural causes, of course. Right, right. Except um, Big Psych. Ah, the only one natural causes. Right. That's crazy. My man, 50 grand. Now, let's go back to the beginning mm-hmm. where we always start. Hip-hop. Experienced his first real big heartbreaking death in 1987 when Scott LaRock was shot and killed on August 27th. Little did we know hmm. that some 30-some years later, that murder would be the main cause of death for hip-hop artists. That's crazy. Now, when Scott LaRock was killed in 1987... The hip-hop community mourned, and we rode for Scott LaRock for a really long time. Right. Because back then, he was the biggest name and the only name. It took nine years before hip-hop experienced a death that had as much impact or shocked as many people as Scott LaRock did, and that was when Tupac was killed. Now, a year after that, there goes Biggie. Right. A year later... Fat Pat. Some of y'all may not may be like, who's Fat Pat? If you're from Texas, you know, you know damn Pat. well who Fat Pat is. Right. A year after that, Big L. A year after that. Well, not even a year later, a month later. Freaky Ty. Yeah, that yeah. was that was that was that was one right there too. Yeah. 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 These are all huge deals. You see what I'm saying? To lose Big L and Freaky Ty back to back in New York City, that was that was a tough time. Nineteen ninety nine was ugly. And you think about um, like the the climate of things back then when, because um, you know from eighty seven to what we up to now ninety what, uh, two thousand oh what to where we are on the list yeah. ninety nine okay and we're only in nineteen ninety nine yeah and you know of course we know there's some other um, folks that's missing from this list but at the same time you gotta look at like 
the struggle was real and you know everybody was putting their real life in their music so if they rapped about certain things it, it was almost guaranteed they lived that lifestyle right indeed but um you know what i think you will see the murder rate amongst rappers go up a little bit as the content turns more towards glorifying the violence of the drug gang absolutely you know, we talked about the the impact of crack right. on hip hop, and now you're seeing the effect is you know a lot of these murders. Not saying it's all over drugs or this or that, but the comfort that the community have with violence comes from the crack game, Absolutely. and it spills right over into hip hop. So next thing you know, Bugs, he was an original member of D12, mm-hmm. he was killed. Ninety nine, ninety nine was a bad year. That's three right there. Uncle Al, Miami-based pioneer, shot killed, 2001. Jam Master J, 2002. Sabotage, 2003. Camouflage, 2003. You remember Camouflage? Let's be cut friends, you and I. Right. Half a meal, 2003. Half a meal, that's who I was talking about. That's who you were trying to think about. All right. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know it was in 2003. I thought yep. it was later. Shine Kill, right in New York City. Yeah, just dropped the second album. Yeah, most, most of the people you you naming on this list was at the peak of their career. Right, and and you know after we finished talking naming these people, and this this is just a an abbreviated list. You got to believe me when I right. tell you that it's 20 times as many people as we're about to name. It really is, but we're naming the people that we think you might know. Right. Um, Soldier Slim. Who? That hurt. Yeah. 2003. Got killed in his mama house. Mac Dre. Yeah, right in the front uh, yard. Yeah. Mac Dre. Mm, 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 mm. 2004. Yeah. My Detroit people, Blade Icewood and Proof, within days, well, nah, that's a year, about a year apart. Mm. Big Hawk, we're going back to Texas, shot and killed. Dollar, you remember him? Dollar, Dollar. He was yeah. just up and coming, and he got killed at a, at a Galleria somewhere in Los Angeles. Uh, Magnolia Shorty, chilling, sitting in a car. Right. Stacks bundles. Stacks bundles. Dobie, the Jacker. He's an artist from Oakland. A lot of you might not know him, but I was I was a fan of the Jacker. You know, I do a job that keeps me listening to all kind of music, and I, I I thought that he was an up and coming guy, and he didn't make it. He Bank- went back when uh, Razzcast was bumping, right? Well, he's a little bit um, little bit after Razzcast. He okay. passed in 2015. Oh wow! Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Chinks Drugs was 2015, also. Mm-hmm. Bankroll Fresh, 2016. Yeah. XXX Some of these are tragic. Murders, man. Yeah. Gruesome, I should say. Not tragic, but gruesome. Right. And an old Triple X Tentacion was killed the same day as Jimmy Wopo. Mm. Yep. Pennsylvania, Philly, y'all know who that is. Um, Young Greatness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's 2018. Nipsey Hustle, Pop Smoke, and most recently... You remember Huey? Pop, lock, and drop it. Right. Pop, lock, and drop it. Shot and killed. Damn. Here's one that a whole lot of people didn't know about that, f- that flew under the radar. Who's that? Cali Swag District. You remember them guys? Right, right, right. The saying, teach you how to duggy? Yeah. Okay, let's see. How many of those guys are still alive? There were four of them. Mm-hmm. Two of them dead. 2018, Insane Wayne. Insane Wayne. Older brother, the drummer boy. It's crazy. But it's so tough out here. You're talking about a group that put out a hit. Mm. And, you know, a few years later, half the group is dead. And they were from where? They're from Cali. Cali. Right. It's tough out there. Yeah. You know, um, Jamil Hill talked about uh, rappers and NBA players sometimes have um, almost like bias, remorse. 
where they feel they kind of feel bad that their people are still in the environment that they just left. So in some ways they can't leave that environment themselves. And, you know, that might be, well, a lot of the people that you listed, they, they, they died in their own neighborhoods. Right. That's a lot of the problem is not being able to escape. But why does that lead to death for a rapper and not for basketball players? You don't know any basketball players did from hanging out in the hood. Paul Pierce got stabbed in the club. Yeah. But, you know, other than that, Plaxico Burns took a gun, shot himself shot in the leg. Himself. Right. But, you know, rappers are right in the middle of it. Yeah, but they don't they they're not still in that environment. Like the the average rapper or athletic person that, you know, gets that statue of millions or whatever, they, they go by by the house on the hill. They might be out partying in Miami or Vegas or some some shit somebody with them from back home. Which goes to a point that I was about to make. Okay. Part of let's talk about the reasons. We just talk about a whole lot of people dead. And these are just rappers that have been shot and killed. When we talk about a dangerous right. job, there's a whole nother list of rappers. Oh, can I can I Yes indeed. This? Let me give you there's a whole other list of rappers. Like it's not that rappers are just dying from being shot and killed. Right. Like we got um I guess the first notable one was Easy AIDS. AIDS. Big Pun, Heart Attack. Food. Heavy D, Amulism, first in his head. Nate Dog, Heart Failure. Lisa Left I Lopez, Car Crash. Fife Dog, Diabetes. Pimp C cocaine overdose. Jay Dilla, cardiac arrest, old dirty bastard, overdose, as we talked about before, big sight, natural causes, shorty low, car accident, big Hank, cancer, MCA, cancer, guru, cancer, MC breed, kidney failure. Now, when you start talking about all these people, Rap in itself, like if you, if we're going to date rap to 1979, you're talking about rap itself is 41 years old as an officially recognized art form that, you know, that's on the radar. Same age as me. So people participating in it have not reached the point where they should be dying of natural causes. So let's explore, ladies and gentlemen, why is being a rapper so dangerous? We'll get to the health factors. Like, make sure that before we get out of here, DL, mm-hmm. that we address some of the underlying things about living this lifestyle that will cause you to die an early death from cardiac arrest, diabetes, and all that stuff. We're going to get to that. But first, let's talk about these dudes who got shot. You, you got a commercial. <laughs> let's pay some bills. Okay. Give me... Give me a moment. We're going to dig some good stuff up because okay. I don't like just run any old commercial. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. But in the meantime, before we take a break, let's talk about these guys that got shot. Okay. All right. And why? Hmm. Now, we know that, of course, there's beef and nobody really knows why. Mm-hmm. But why, in general, is being a rapper so dangerous? Okay, let's think about the factors that we know. Like, this is not the the end all to the discussion, okay? We're just brainstorming here. Let's talk about what we know about hip-hop. A lot of rappers, what environment? A lot of rappers come from, you know, an environment of struggle. Right. You know, you have a few that, even the ones that did not come from an environment of struggle where they had to, scrap and figure out where the next meal was coming from a lot of them go out of their way to put themselves through that at some point so that has something to draw from when they get to where they're going you know you got dudes come from perfectly good families Mm -hmm. and got plenty of money but at some point they were out there living the life right you know that's confusing to me and um the reason why i say it's confusing is because you take the the group um DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince, right? Right. F- Fresh Prince was not no street dude. Never pretended to be. And he won, or he took rap 
to heights that nobody thought it would go when he won that Grammy. And that was 1988. You know what I mean? Like, so my question is, how did we get here? Because this is still happening right now from, you know, because everybody always talk about the, the, you know, the pioneers of hip hop and all that stuff. And, you know, but how did we get here from, uh, and during that time, you know, it was in during the transition from the, um, the, the early hip hop styles to what we have now. Cause you know, during that right. period, that lyricism started coming into play. Right. Well, you just made a great point. Let's jump on the first, the first thing. What you just said mm-hmm. brings us to point number one. Okay. The rapper from the lyricist era, you're talking about a guy, you know, people who are about deep thought, mm-hmm. you know, composing words, you know, putting that stuff together. Not saying every now and then you won't find a guy that shoot you and then rap about it in the most eloquent way possible. <laughs> right. But in general... The guys who were rapping were not the street thugs. Right. You right. see what I'm saying? Right. We're all in, you know, as the black community, we all know each other and love each other. We all love street thugs in our lives, and we all love the rappers. Right. We love the producers. We know people who go to work every day, and we all coexist. Absolutely. But at some point, the street guy started rapping. Mm-hmm. Let's use Easy E as an example. Mm. Good start. Dr. Dre, Ice Cube—they are not what Easy E was. Absolutely. By any means, by any stretch of the imagination, don't you get it twisted? Easy E right. was a real deal street thug. Absolutely. And you know he was—he was a gangster. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right. These other guys were artists. Mm-hmm. Artists are not quite as likely to be involved in street stuff. Right. You know, they're there because as an artist, you get a pass. Right. You can be anywhere you want to be. Right. And people know you're going to come with something, some heat, then you're allowed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At some point, the third dude said, I could do this too. Because these rappers, they be talking about this stuff that I ain't trying to hear. Right. So, somebody said, we're going to cater our music to these guys. And when you do that, the only way you're going to get authentic, authentic. authenticity <laughs> out of the deal is, you know, you're going to have to have a street cat present to either get the story from or know to learn the game from or he's going to wrap it himself. Right. In the case of NWA, they said, man, ain't nothing harder than what Easy been through. Man. Why not put Easy behind the mic? And you know, it's nothing more intriguing. Than the bad guy. Yeah, and you're hearing it firsthand. Right. So now your likelihood of having rappers get shot and killed has just increased 50% because now you have included the guys that were shooting and killing each other outside of hip hop. Well, we can't, we can't uh, throw, not really blame, but you know, we got to talk about the, the fact that the machine had a lot to do with it too. Oh, yeah, we're going to get around to that. But first, you take the, the street competition part of the game. Like, before before street dudes was rapping, right. they were competing with other street dudes on other things. Who got Dressing. the best car? Who got oh, the, man. that's my girl. No, that's right. my girl. Absolutely. This is my corner. No, that's my corner. This These are my dudes. No, they my dudes. And next right. thing you know, them dudes set you up. You see what I'm saying? There's Absolutely. always a competition out here. Right, right. And right. there's always a competition in hip-hop. In the streets, competition is deadly. In hip-hop, yeah. there's no consequence for co- competition. You just go out, you battle rap, you insult dude, make him right. feel stupid. He ain't going to come back and kill you. Right. But you insult a street dude. Mm-hmm. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. You're not going to sit here. And out rap a cat and done killed three people already. No, you probably won't even get in the ring with him. You see what I'm saying? So, but then, and I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'm not even saying this is the only thing that happens. We just. Right, because yeah. I was going to say, what, what about when them street dudes around when the rapper is just being a rapper? 
because it is that such thing called hate out there that just yeah we're gonna we're gonna get to all of that <laughs> you know we just we just jump from one area to the next right the right. first thing we covered is the fact that the streets infiltrated the artistic side of the game mm-hmm. okay that's that's first so now they're involved as the audience grows we want this in the music so we bring the streets into the music then guys start getting shot. But it's not all over. I'm not saying it's over rap beef. That's the Tupac and Biggie side. Of right. it. We'll get to that. Right. That's rap beef. But people like um, Scott LaRock. That's just a plain old case of, hey, man, hmm. streets. But Scott LaRock is a street dude, too, though. Scott LaRock had a college degree. Mm-hmm. He worked as a social. He was a social worker. Mm. But. People who knew Scott LaRock say he was also a street guy. I'm not saying he was right. a drug dealer. He was a street right, guy. Street he had guy. he had street right. credibility, mm-hmm. and he moved amongst the streets. Right. So when he got killed, you know, right. nobody said it was anything other than at some point he had got into a street beef. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's sad, but when that happened, that wasn't the norm. Right. Right. You know, all those people that we named lately – those are the guys you know. For every guy you know, I promise you, there's ten more you don't know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And <clears throat> the hate part of it is let's let's move straight on to the hate part of it. Okay. There's a period of time for a rapper that is the most dangerous time that you could be out there operating. It is the time between when you make that first hit single. And the time you make enough money to get yourself and your family, family out, of there. out of there. Right. That's when these dudes get killed. Yep. 50 Cent, he's not going to fall victim to this. He went mm-hmm. through this right. when he made his first song. Before he had money. Before he had money. Mm-hmm. He got shot nine times in the face. Right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right. And he made it out. Right. But. The streets were there waiting for him, and he was in that period. There's a whole lot of dudes. Gucci Mane, Gucci Mane could be dead right now. He made his first song. Dudes came in to rob him. He was lucky enough to have killed them dudes and and, right. and escaped. But they were after him. Mm-hmm. It's that period of time. You make your first single. Here's what happens. You and all, all these people from your city are all rappers on the same level. Right, just guys trying to make it, and then you. Phew. One of y'all makes a song. Everybody in the country loves that song. Mm-hmm. All those dudes are not equals anymore. Right, you have just elevated ahead to the head of the pack. <laughs> the problem is, just because your song is popular, you're not making money yet. Right, so your song's on the radio. You did a show. You went to a concert, you performed for 10,000 people, everybody loved it, girls are shouting your name. When it was all said and done, you went right back to whatever house you were living in when you recorded that song. Right. Now, people equate fame with wealth. Absolutely. They don't go together. <laughs> you hear John, they, they are not they are not parallels. Just because you're famous does not mean you're going to be wealthy. And just because you're wealthy Absolutely. does not mean you'll be famous. Right. So. Life taught me that. Whew. Right. So what happens is these dudes become famous but not wealthy. Mm-hmm. And when you're not wealthy, and everybody thinks, since people equate wealth and fame together, mm-hmm. the people around you think you're wealthy. Right. You're not. Hmm. You're just famous. Right. <laughs> It's a difference. It's a difference. Yeah, it's a difference. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And when that happens, now the people who who are the types to rob, steal, take advantage of anybody they think they had more than they need. The police. <laughs> police too. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody's after you. Right. Because you look like you have something hmm. that they want. Or want to take from you. Or want to take from you, yep. So. Including your life. Right. But the problem is, you don't have the money to get out yet. So, what do these guys do? They double down 
and try to prove their loyalty and, mm-hmm. and allegiance right. to the hood they're from. Right. Because they know that they're not wealthy. Right. So if I'm famous and not wealthy, and whole hood thinks I got money, hmm. then I need to take care of the hood. Right. And I need to make sure that, that you know, so now they shoot videos. Right in the hood. Everybody's out there. Everybody out there. Dudes out here that got killed, you go back and watch their videos, the dude that shot them is right there bobbing their head to the beat. Yep. Because they invited the whole hood out. It's crazy. Now, that, for me, I think is probably a lot of the main problem. Because when you reach that level where the millions of dollars start coming in, dudes move away, and they get security. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden, a, a club show, you don't show up by yourself. Mm-mm. Show up with five security guards, mm-hmm. uh, armored car, <laughs> police escort, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But on the other hand, take a Dobie. Hmm. He out here doing shows. He's not rich. He's not wealthy. Right. But he had a feature. He got got on with T.I. Mm-hmm. And went back to Alabama. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So everybody in Alabama is like, oh, he, he must be paid then. He fooled. Right. <laughs> and he's gone now. That's the fucked up part. That's the fucked up part. Right, yeah. but you know, um, we keep talking about this subject of them getting killed and I guess reasons. Like I, I look at the Nipsey Hussle uh, murder, you know, a little different than I hear most people talk about because it was like to me, Nipsey Hussle had millions. You know? He had the money to separate. Yeah, but he but he, he didn't. didn't right, and and what even f- to go a step further is what ultimately got him killed was him living this street as a street you when know, he was a millionaire when he was a millionaire you know and and you know that like shit i was always man i can't wait till i get some money so i can do this or do that you know and a part of it was to build up my community but it was never because I, that's not my community no more once I reach a certain status. You know what right. I mean? Right. Like your, your community is what you're living amongst right now. Um, and, yeah, that's that's your foundation. But it, it's got to be a separation. It's hard to separate because here's what happens. When you start talking about a million, two million dollars, three million dollars, that kind of money comes with a different lifestyle absolutely you cannot take that kind of money into the places you used to go there's nobody else there with that kind of money so you stick out like a sore thumb nobody else has a rolex on food you food nobody's driving a lamborghini right you see what i'm saying six hundred dollar t-shirts two thousand dollar shoes don't nobody do that some some people look at it as you showing off Showing off. That's exactly what you're doing. You know? But the thing is, when you show off in a place where nobody else has it, you're asking for trouble. Asking for what? Asking for trouble. That's why rich people hang around rich people. Right. Right. Now, when you're a rapper, you're the only dude from your town that just got a couple of mil. Or, like, let's even take some of these Memphis cats, for example. Suppose... <laughs> Like Yo Gotti and um, <clears throat> Dead. Was, uh, what's the name? Don't get along. Um, Dolph. Dolph. Yo right. Gotti and Young Dolph not getting along. Right. They're the two biggest names in the city. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So even within that city, they threw a hundred. The shots two guys. Dolph. Yeah. The, the the even with those two guys right there, the two hottest names in the city. Yeah. With with the most money for rappers. Right. They can't even. They can't even um, hang with each other. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So Young Dolph is rich, and Mm -hmm. that means that the people he hang with, he got to make them rich. (laughs) So so they don't look at him as food. Feed the wolves. You see what I'm saying? Or he could just go hang out at Yo Gotti house. Right. Another rich guy. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Or Juicy J or somebody. You know, one of them other Memphis cats. 
Right. But the thing is, when you want to hang with your day ones and they ain't got nothing, you got to break bread. Mm-hmm. And it makes you a target at the end of the day because all your day ones, some of them are just jealous and you'll never know how jealous they are. You know? <laughs> Teeth on the ground looking up. Right. And then you got, let's talk about another thing. <clears throat> Gang affiliations. Some of these cats, and I'm not saying this is the case for a whole lot of people, and I, I don't even have one example, but you've seen this. I can't give you a direct example of somebody got killed because they were because of this particular situation I'm talking about, but you've seen this come up before. You've seen rappers affiliate themselves in a lifestyle that they don't really live just to further their career. Absolutely. <clears throat> Shout out Plies. From what I hear, from what I, um, 6 9 Uh-huh. Right. You know, a lot of, the word is that his affiliation with the gang is what helped him advance his career. But then, when it came time to do, to be a banger, <laughs> right. you know, he want to tell and get out of jail. Right. He was gang gang, but he <laughs> never want to bang bang. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And can't that. Can't talk about him. <laughs> that will get you killed. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's a whole lot of rappers. Like I said, the ones you don't hear about. These, you know, a lot of these guys. You start getting a little bit popular. You gang affiliated. Hmm. Hey, I mean, we don't know what happened to Pop Smoke, but we know we he's gang affiliated. He came from New York and went to L.A. Right. Well, he posted his um address. Posted his address too. State. Yeah, but so the wolves. <clears throat> and in general. You know, we haven't, in, in general, hip-hop hasn't been too kind for one person from one city going to another city and just hanging out. Like, that's where they're from. Like, that's T.I. Don't work that. Like, like T.I., Trick Daddy, Trick Trick. Like, there's plenty of instances. Tupac, Biggie. Like, you know, there's plenty of instances where people just not, like, you just don't come in this city and think you're going to take it over. Right. You know, there's already people who have established their dominance in these areas. Absolutely. So when you come in, you got to watch your step. <clears throat> so a lot of people don't know how to move from place to place. I'm not saying that's what happened to Pop Smoke, but he was in L.A. sleeping. That's crazy. Biggie in L.A. sleeping. sleeping. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Tupac in L.A. sleeping. Vegas. Vegas, my bad. Yeah. yeah. Sleeping. Right. Because you, what yeah. make you think you're going to beat up anybody? Yeah, and just get away And just, with it. like, I mean, <laughs> that was what, 1997, 98? 96, Tupac. 96, like, yeah. I knew better than that then. Like, anytime you, you know, if you're out anywhere and you get into it with somebody, your head needs to be on a swivel for the next two, three weeks. Right. You see what I'm saying? Especially if you stomp them down with a group. Right. With a group. With a group. And especially if you's one of the hottest rappers. You think that dude game. not looking for you? <laughs> so, you know, people got to be careful the way they move. And, that, you know, hip-hop in general, man, we, you know, we've been through three things so far. One is just plain old can't get out of the hood. Right. You know what I'm saying? We got regular old street beef coming into hip-hop. And then you got <clears throat> dudes out here sleeping. Hmm. Like, you forget that, you know, you're famous. And people around you are hungry. Absolutely. And cats out here walking around like everything's sweet. And it's not. You know what I'm saying? Better way Young you Greatness know. was at the Waffle House. Hmm. And I'm pretty sure he'd probably been in that Waffle House a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. You know? But anybody who's looking to make a name for themselves out here thugging, you know, it does a whole lot more for if you kill young greatness than some old bum off the street. Like, look at, um, what's his name? Um, Troy Ave. Troy Ave, um, his homeboy Banger got killed because Troy Ave had beef with a podcaster. Um, and um, the podcaster and Troy Ave, you know, they was throwing shots back and forth on podcasting on music and whatever, subliminal messages. Mm-hmm. But when they saw each other, I guess it was on site. And his guy ended up getting killed behind it. Was this the, the club shootout? Yeah. It was and, all on film. Right. Right. And um I but now you see Troy I've got his podcast and Troy I've talking all this positive stuff and 
the streets is a myth and all this other stuff. And I'm like, but you've been talking about money the whole time. Like, why was you even in that environment if you got all this money? Like, it's 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 so, and my point in saying that is because it seems like it runs so deep through us, some of us, because not all the rappers are like this, and we're not just going to say all the rappers are. But, you know, it's only a few rappers that we, that actually make it to the main stage anyway. Right. So of that number of them, it's a large number of them who be, you know, just doing bull and like my cousin would say, looking at the church's money. Yeah. I mean, shoot, we almost lost Megan the Stallion. Like, right. Like, you right. know, and that's, that's mess. Like, think about this. You don't expect that somebody who's this far into the game and making money like this, Tory Lanez or Megan the Stallion, even be involved in such foolishness. You see what I'm saying? Well, I think that, you know, just looking at history, like we, we saw this coming at some point, but we just didn't know who because they did. What happened with them is similar to what happened with Chris Brown and Rihanna. Right. It's just on 10. Yeah, but the difference is, is like I, I can't for the life of me figure out how Chris Brown got past that. Like he beat Rihanna like that. And how how did his career not suffer? I don't get it. It did. I, I think it did. Because I don't see it. I think that Chris Brown, now, at this point in his career, when they still won't even make the comparison of him being one of the greatest ever. You don't hear them say that about Chris Brown. But he is. Chris, I think if you give it a little bit of time, he might get to that status. A little bit of time. Do you know how much time it's been? I think, yeah, the problem like with 20. Chris Brown being the greatest ever is that all the greatest evers usually do more than just sing. Like even the R. Kelly, for example. Like let's let's say let's take R. Kelly, somebody who got just as many problems. Mm-hmm. And he gets that greatness attached to him a lot. And you got to think about it, though. He writes them songs. He produces them songs. He produces songs for other people, writes songs for other people, and sing them songs. And he can sing real good. Well, Chris Brown do all that except actually do the beats. So he's he's responsible for the writing and he, all of this yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he might be on his way. Yeah. But I think I think he got a little bit more work to do. Yeah, he's going to have to overcome beating up a girl. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, but but his career his career didn't seem to suffer though. Like, I didn't it didn't feel like he slowed down a bit. It's funny that we uh, talk, ended up talking about Chris Brown because I always say it seemed like the guys in Virginia got a curse on them or something. <laughs> uh, who else? Shit, look at Trey Songz now. Look at Allen Iverson. Look at Michael Vick. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I see. You know what I'm saying? Like, but at least Timberland stayed out of trouble. Man, he went crazy. Timberland, Timberland went crazy. Yeah. Oh man, we got to make sorry. a whole show you know about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 my bad for saying he went crazy, but he had an episode, you know. And this was after he did the uh, um, album with Jay Z. Mm. Yeah, he he had an episode. His his wife called nine one one, and he was threatening to kill himself. You know. Did not remember that. Yeah. It's been a minute ago. He 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 come back since then, you know. I salute him. He came Maybe back it is then. rough on the Virginia cats. Man. Lady of Rage. <laughs> yeah. What happened to her? Well, she made a few cameos in some movies. I think uh, when Death right. Row folded, it kind of yeah, put her career yeah, right. on hiatus. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I always heard she wasn't nothing to play with, though. Street dude. Number one uh, street dude. Suge Knight, right? Hey, and look, and let's outside of how dangerous it is to be a rapper, like we also look how many rappers have killed people, had to kill people, not had to kill people, but how many rappers have killed people? Like when you get in this hip hop game, I think the main thing of this is you really need to think about what you're stepping into. Hmm. You know, I've been a DJ for mm, 30 some years. Damn. And 
There was a stretch. There was probably a 10 year stretch. 32. Well, no, 34. Yeah. I got paid first time to DJ a party about 34 years ago. So when I think back, I can think of a 10 year stretch where once a year when I was DJing, at least once a year, somebody would get killed at or outside of the party I was DJing. Absolutely. During a 10 year stretch. And, you know, when you sign up, to be in the hip hop game, you signed up to be around this. Right. And the bullet don't have no name. Did you um did you ever get a chance to do a set or anything at D's Lounge? Is that where was that? Rocky Mount? Princeville. 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 D's Lounge. I, Blue. Um uh, like, Winstead, just on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. didn't DJ in there, but I used to go. So I, I've been okay. there before a few okay. times. Okay. Did not DJ in there. Yeah, but I'm yeah. very familiar. I'm, 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 I want to talk to him real soon to see, you know what I'm saying, to con- make that connection of music and the club owner. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. we should. We should dial him up one day. Yeah. But, um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, what you'll find, though, man, is that it's real dangerous out here, not just for a rapper, but just being involved in this period. Especially for that that stretch, um, the nineties into the two thousands, right? It was it was ugly out here. <clears throat> I think and, that's the reason I don't know how to dance. Yeah, man, like going to the club, you taking you risking your life out here. And if you're a rapper, you you going to a place that's already dangerous, right? And then you making yourself the centerpiece mm-hmm. in this dangerous environment. You say, hey, everybody, look at me, look what I can do, look what I got. I got more than you. Right. Watch me walk out of here. Look at me. Look at me shine. Right. Right. Look at me bling. Mm-hmm. Watch me go to my car. <laughs> and I ain't just gonna get in and leave. Right. I'm gonna let you. I'm open the door. I'm gonna cut my music on. Right. You know this is this is what it was like back in the day, and that type of attention usually will bring some kind of negative feedback. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you right. know. And that's that's how you end up once a year. And sometimes a rapper, but sometimes just somebody who came to the club to party. You know, so the whole entire hip-hop shouldn't be as dangerous as it is. Well, I think that's a good segue into what you told me to remind you to talk about. Ah, well, remind me. The unhealthiness of the lifestyle. The unhealthiness of the lifestyle. Because we already talked about 51% of rappers are murdered. Mm-hmm. But that's not all the deaths. Like... They still dying. You got all these other reasons. Right. You, give me some of the reasons that you had on the list again. Like, I remember. Heart failure. Yeah, cardiac arrest. and Overdose. Overdose. Um, kidney failure. AIDS. Cancer. Right. Now, cancer is something, of course, that, you know, maybe we can't always say for 100% that that was lifestyle related. Could have just been genetic. Yeah. But, um. You know, you start talking about 30 and 40-year-old dudes with cardiac arrest. You got to think about what are these dudes rapping about? Man, smoking, drinking all night. But um, these dudes ain't 30 and 40 years old. Most of these guys on this list. Like Shorty Lowe, he was an older one in his 30s. Um, Pimps, he was like, what, his early 30s when he passed. Well, either way, it's still too young to be dying of cardiac arrest. You know what I'm saying? Or anything, you know, you diabetes, all this stuff. Like, what you got to understand, you got to take care of yourself. You're into the lifestyle and you're trying to make everything happen and you feel like you need to be at every spot. And when you're at the spot and you got a little bit of money, as soon as you walk in, you don't pay for drinks. Right. People want to smoke everything with you. You develop this insane tolerance for alcohol and drugs. Absolutely. And... Even though you've developed the tolerance and you think it's not affecting you, what you're doing is destroying your body over time, year by year. Right. And, you know, rappers get to mid-30s and they're like 60-year-old men. Body. You know, can't take it anymore. Lil Wayne had to take a break. Rick Ross had to take a break. Like, guys got to step back and get healthy. You know what I'm saying? Lil Wayne was scaring me, man. I couldn't look at him on TV. Right. You know, the lifestyle. The lifestyle. You see dudes dying right in front of you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this is you gotta change 
we got to change so much about hip hop to make it healthy. Like right now, I got two kids. Everybody's like, you trying to get, trying to steer them into DJing? Hell no. Yeah, of course I'm not going to send my kids to become DJs. Where they going to DJ? Like, do do I feel comfortable knowing that for a stretch of time my kids might be in a club every weekend working? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I do not. Because yeah. I was in that environment working. I worked it for 30 years. Right. And it's different. It ain't like, you know. But, you know, you, you I guess you got to give credit to your kids, though, because, you know, there's so much variety now that that type of the crowd that the music brings is like so wide range that you can have. Like, it's more. And, and I know that, you know, because of bullshit happening, uh, a lot of those real street clubs closed down. But a lot of those real street clubs ain't even around no more. Right, that's that's probably why we don't see what we used to see because just time has legislated these jokers right off the map. Mm-hmm. Um, you just can't open a building and have stuff going on like you used to. It's required now that you know you're gonna have to have a certain amount of security presence involved, and right. and you're gonna have to check IDs a little bit more than you used to because. These cities that had these murders happening surrounding these clubs, they locked they locked down. Right. You know, we right here in Durham. And I remember a time when Durham was full of clubs. We used to come from all over North Carolina to party in Durham. Mm-hmm. Change. You're not coming to Durham to party now if you're not from Durham. <laughs> right. Because the 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 day of the big club that drew people in like that is over. Right. And what killed it is all these people getting killed. Yeah, you know it became too hard to congregate. People now they they go for smaller venues, the lounge type atmospheres. Mm-hmm. You got one club still really, one big club still really thriving in Raleigh, and you know, and they're doing their thing. But they're in a place where it's easy to police the the crowd right. coming in and out. Everything, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> Anybody else? They they haven't been able to control what's going on inside of their venue to to maintain. I always used to say anybody, uh, any club, from what I've seen, a club has a two-year lifespan. Mm. You got six months. The first six months, people are talking about it, and it's blowing up. Right. Six months in, it's in full swing. Right. You get a year strong, then somebody get killed, and you got six more months of it dwindling to the point that you can't afford to pay it no more because people ain't trying to come over there and get shot. Man, two I, years. I used to go to a club where... It had a fence all the way around the club, a, a chain link fence. Mm. But when you got ready to turn in, they had to search your car. Um, over there, three hundred one in Rocky Mount. Yeah. Um, with the Brown, not Browns. Uh, um, uh, no, 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 not three hundred one in Rocky Mount. This is um, I I remember I remember one of the spots in Rocky Mount like that where you had to turn to the parking lot and they they searched everything before you got into the park. Sluggos was like that too, wasn't it? You remember Sluggos? But anyway, these are clubs way out in Eastern North Carolina. Yeah. But I remember pulling into that parking lot. There was a guy with a shotgun at the fence. Uh-huh. It was like ID and, you know, trying to light all through your car before you even go park your car in the fence. Because they're trying to cut all that out. Right. But, but yeah, it's 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 dangerous out here. And it's dangerous for DJs, too. I know a DJ got shot at a party. Man. You know? You know, those dirt road clubs. Those clubs that was, you know, way out somewhere. Yeah, I've been in a bunch of those, too. Yeah, down the road. So could you imagine going there as an artist? Well, because you know how dangerous they was then. <laughs> like, I remember when Chubb Rock was first, you know, first becoming a big deal. Mm-hmm. And they had a dance contest, a club in Greenville or Rocky Mountain somewhere. Okay. And whoever won the dance contest was supposed to be able to to travel from the radio station to the the place where Chubb Rock was performing or something like that. Okay. So they get out there somewhere outside of Greenville, somewhere I think. And you know, they get out there, Chubb Rock bus pull up, they shot the bus up. The girl who won the dance contest got shot. You see what I'm saying? And this is, you know, Right. Like so it's it's bigger than just the rappers. Right. Like of course rappers are gonna get shot every now and then because people at the club get killed too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like it's it's amazing. I you know, beef, I seen dudes stabbed in the club. Mm-hmm. In the club. In the club. Stabbed. Right. Nobody even knew he was stabbed. He walked right by me. 
And I look on the ground, it's like a two-foot-wide trail of blood from the back of the club, out the door, died in the parking lot. Damn. That's crazy. This is what you're signing up for, or this is what you were signing up for. It might be different now, but I've yeah. been, I decided a long time ago, I ain't going to be out here every weekend no more like this. Mm-hmm. You know, I got two kids and a wife, and I really want to be around. I want to live to 80, 90 years old. Right. And I, all, I don't want no stupid mess. Right. You know what I'm saying? I've seen enough parties, enough clubs. I ain't got to be there. Right. I get it. Yep. Yeah. So, <clears throat> did we cover? We covered a lot. Yeah, we covered a lot, man. It feels like, and you know, the sad part is, I know there's so many people that we didn't even get to. I mean, you know, we just named some of the more noticeable people, notable people. Right. But, man, this this is, you know, every day. Like, if I find the, the – I just named you the people that you know. I'm going to go through this thing real quick. Let's talk about just this year, people that you might not know of. Just this year alone. Just this year alone. People that you never heard of. That died this year. You ever heard of a rapper named Kevin Fret? Nope. How about Lexi Alizé? Nope. Oh, shoot. Fifth Ward Weeby. I didn't even know he was dead. He he died this year, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Fifth Ward Weeby's gone. Big Buddha, D-Dave, China Rogers, Nick Blixey. Like, these are guys you never heard of. But they were popular enough that when they died, Somebody their obituary said, rapper dead. Damn. You see what I'm saying? Head you have on. to have done a little bit just to, mm. you know, just to be called a rapper. Right. You know, Trey Coast, dead. Like, you know, these guys, man, these guys are young. Pop Smoke's in this list. China Rogers, young woman, you know. Drug overdose. Young woman. Yep. About 18, 19 looked like. Wow. Mac P Dog. Mm. Killed in Koreatown, LA. KJ Baller, dead. This is just this year. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, it's beyond the guys you know. And this dude, Kevin Fret, the reason I threw his name out there is because in the gay community, he was like openly gay rapper from Puerto Rico. That's somebody killed him. How exactly did he die, I think? Yeah, somebody shot him. He was riding his motorcycle. Somebody shot him. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So, like, the reason that 51% of rappers is you don't even know all these dudes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, there's another Tech 9 who died that you, not not the Kansas City Tech 9. Right, okay. There's a guy from, um, he's from Philly. Yeah, he's dead. Nina Ross, the boss, gone. Willie Bo, gone. Bushwick Bill, gone. Ghetto Boys, remember Bushwick? Mm, yeah, absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Damn. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's crazy. Like Jimmy Spicer, he died, but he had um, brain and lung cancer. But Jimmy Spicer is a, a rap pioneer. You probably heard on Dollar Bill, y'all. Dollar Bill, y'all. Dollar, 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 dollar bill, y'all. Yeah, old school joint. But, you know, he's gone. You know what I'm saying? Right. Hella Sketchy is dead. You remember him? He was signed to um Atlantic. Badass. Remember him? Yeah. Dead. Slim Tristan, gone. Bank Boy Wayne, gone. Juice World, dead. Dead. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, guys are, guys are going up out of here. So here's what we want the rap community to do. Talk to them. First, mind the company you keep. Hmm. You know, if you're going to have your day ones, that's fine. But be careful where you go. It's not so important that you be out here flashing because guys, guys want what you got. Mm-hmm. If you're headed... On a trajectory that's going to put you as the next Lil Wayne or whatever, don't risk everything you got to be in some hole-in-the-wall spot. <laughs> right. You see what I'm saying? What was that movie with with, with my man in it? Um, 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 DJ. Um, 
you know, Terrence, um, golly, what's the oh, name? Hustle and flow. Hustle and flow yeah. See what happened when Ludacris walk in there? Right. He walked to a hole in the wall club. Right. Dealing with a rapper who <laughs> want what he got. And what happened? He got stomped out. Mm-hmm. That's the, could easily. That's the kind of situation right there. Real life situation. I mean, rapper really somewhere he ain't got fun. no business. And like he know. You see what I'm saying? He got offended when the nigga. This happens. This right. stuff. This is the right. kind of stuff that happens. But he just got stomped out. But you know, this is how people die out here. Yep. You got to be careful the company you keep. Rappers. Mm-hmm. Number two, you plan on getting in the game? Have a plan for real. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna be moving back and forth, make sure you know who's going with you. Take back and mm-hmm. make sure that everybody's not drunk. Right. You know, all this stuff matters. You got to have somebody in your circle that's going to stay sober because there's going to be a point where you might walk in the door saying, I'm going to be safe. But after you get a few drinks, yeah, now you want to take these girls back to the hotel. You don't know them girls. You know, have your mans over there sober so he can keep an eye on these girls and make sure they're not bringing some guys to the hotel behind you to rob y'all. Take care of your body. Exercise sometimes. You're going to have to. You can't you can't wake up, smoke and drink for breakfast, <laughs> eat fast food in the afternoon, wash it down with a codeine sprite. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then take some pills and stay up all night having unprotected sex. You cannot do that. It's not gonna it's not gonna make you live longer. It's gonna shorten your life. You understand? Mm. Especially you got that bag in your hand. Right. Go to the doctor. Right. You know what I'm saying? If they tell you that your blood pressure's high, do something about it. You know, there's a whole lot of stuff. Like, you know, you got to be careful out here, man. I want to see rappers have better longevity. And it's a real dangerous game, man. And we concerned. And like you said, it's competitive. So the, the competitiveness of the game might drive some people to certain things, you know. Trying to stay up one. Right. Because that's what it is at this point. You just got to get one up on everybody else and make everybody else look at you. Yep. And lastly, when you get the bag, Hmm. take it and run. (laughs) (laughs) That way. Yeah, take the bag and run, man. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with getting out of the hood, man. That's what everybody wants. Like, you know... Nobody trying to make a million dollars to to stay in the projects. Right. You know what I'm saying? Get the money. Get out of there. Yeah. Take care of your family. Right. And get out of there. That's how you start. Do not invest in the drug game. That's another thing. Like, you know, you might make 10, even if you can make $10,000 for a show, that's a lot of money for a rapper. Mm Mm-hmm. And $10,000, that might be the cost of your first chain. Hmm. Bad choice. Some people want to take that 10 and invest it in some dope and try to flip it. Bad choice. Buy some guns and flip them. (laughs) Take that money and invest it in yourself. Right. You see what I'm saying? If you're in a place in your career where you can make $10,000 for a show, invest that money back into your own career. Mm -hmm. Don't blow it on jewelry. I promise you, you can buy some fake jewelry and and nobody will know the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody, because... Once you are perceived to have enough money to afford something, there is no longer mm. the need to have it. Right. Right. You understand? Does that make sense, people? They don't care. Like, once people money. think that you're rich, you don't have to show you're rich anymore. Mm-hmm. Make sense? Right. <laughs> I hope there's a lesson learned for these folks. You know what I'm saying? So the moment that people think you got money, you don't need a real roll. You can buy a fake roll. I'm not saying go buy a fake Roly, but I'm just saying, you know, you don't, authenticity doesn't matter anymore because people seeing you from a distance. It's costume. It's costume jewelry. Rich people don't walk out the house with a million dollar diamond on their neck. They walk out the house with a fake million dollar diamond on their neck. Either way you're going to look. They they got costume jewelry all the time because they understand that if I have a million dollars in the bank, Nobody's going to question the authenticity of my chain. Mm-hmm. So, with all that being said, man, hey. This was a dope one. 
Yeah, live your life and be safe out there, man. Don't yeah. get in trouble. You know, we could we could do a whole nother segment on how much trouble it is, not the danger of being in hip hop. Right. The trouble that comes with it. That's another subject. We'll get to that another time. You know what I'm saying? Capital City. I'm your host, Capital J, my main man. DL Glass. We out. <clears throat>